0: Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. I am your host, as always, Stan McCune. And as you guys know, I am a realtor here in Greenville. Happy to help you guys with any of your real estate needs, anything at all that you would have in the Greenville or the surrounding greater Greenville area. My contact information is there in the show notes. You can text me, call me, email me, do whatever you need to do to reach me. I am reachable. I will not ignore you. I pretty much respond to everything as timely as possible, and I feel like I have a pretty good track record of that, so please reach out to me however it's most convenient for you. I even get Facebook messages sometimes. Not my favorite, Uh, but anyway, you guys can do whatever you need to do in order to reach me. Additionally, if you like or love this podcast, which I hope you do, please leave it a rating or review. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes, download episodes, do all of those things. Not only do I notice that and appreciate it, but it just helps the podcast, helps me to keep going, helps me to, to reach more people, and I appreciate when you guys do that. Today we are going to be doing part two of seeing... Time from a value standpoint, seeing time as money, assigning it a certain amount of value in our house flips in particular, but just in real estate in general. And I think that, again, to reintroduce it, I think that this is really important because there are so many different formulas out there for determining whether a property is worth it to purchase just based on how much you're buying it for, what the repairs are, what the after repair value of the house will be, et cetera, et cetera. There's the very famous uh, 70% rule that says that if you take the after repair value of a house, let's say that's 300,000, you should be paying 70% of that minus any repairs that you have to do to give yourself a 30% margin uh, to sell the house and make a profit. Um, that can be a useful rule of thumb, but I like to to think as well, I, and I think it is very important to think as well, and if you listen to my last podcast, you already know this, to consider time into this equation somehow. We have to factor for time in the equation. And this is where uh, sometimes I have to decide whether when I purchase a property, and sometimes I, I purchase properties off-market... And I might purchase a property off market, or maybe I have a rental property that um, that you know that I purchased originally to rent it out, um, and then I decide, you know what, I'm just going to uh, j- just sell this property. I have to determine whether I'm going to go the quick route of just selling as is, doing what some might call a wholesale, or whether I'm going to go the retail route of doing a full flip in order to get the full value. Now, going the retail route almost always will get you more money, but you also have to take into account, and I also uh, very strongly believe you have to take into account the time element of it. Because you know what? Time is money, and time uh, is more valuable in a lot of ways than the money. It can be. You have to determine that for yourself, how much time is worth how much money to you. Um, But there are some times where I have done some, what I might call a quick flip. Uh, That's not even really a flip, more of a wholesale type of deal where I take a property and uh, that I purchase, you know, from someone that just wants to dump it off and just doesn't want to have to deal with it. And I can offer them very quick terms, all cash, et cetera, et cetera, buy it from them. There's enough margin in it that I can just turn around and just sell it to someone else and make a little bit of money. Is it worth it to do that? What is the, the best way to assess that, whether that is a good route or whether the better route is to go ahead and just flip the house and go through the process of actually doing all the work? Um, so I determined a I, I uh, devised, I should say, a formula for assessing all of this. This is a formula. I, I, if someone else came up with this, I'm sorry. Um, I came up with this all on my own, so hopefully it doesn't overlap with something else that's out there. It may, who knows, but this is my formula, Um, and it's very simple, to be completely honest. I tweaked around, tinkered with it uh, to try to get it to be as accurate as possible, Um, but you take the net profit of a house, your anticipated net profit for a house, And you divide it by the number of hours that you will be spending doing anything with regard to the house. The the total number of hours that you will be spending with regard to that house. Okay? You get that number. Now you're going to take the number of days that you will own that property. The total number of days from the time that you purchase it until the time you sell it. And multiply that number times three, and by the way, I'll put this formula in in the show notes. Multiply that number times three, and then subtract that from the number of hours. All right, your head is probably spinning, so let me give an example here. Let's say that you, well, I, I'll give a, a a personal example. This this one actually uh, this is one that actually happened to me. There was someone that was uh, out of state that had a burned out duplex that was just um it was awful it was seven foot ceilings half of it was burned out um it had all sorts of uh all sorts of issues and um they they just wanted to get rid of it it was the kind of thing where um they didn't want to mess with it anymore they they were out of state they didn't want to list it, you know, because of the condition that it was in. Uh, They had all sorts of other issues that they were dealing with. They just wanted a quick transaction. They sold it to me. This is years ago. They sold it to me for uh, $6,000, roughly speaking. Um, I turned around and I was just like, you know what? The dirt that this thing is on is worth more than $6,000. I just put it on uh, the market for twenty, nowadays I would have put it on the market for even obviously more than that. Again, at that time, uh, in place, uh, twenty thousand dollars was for a half burned out duplex was actually um, a, a pretty high number, relatively speaking. But I, I knew I could could get that or something pretty close to it. Um, I had someone that bought that property for that full amount within about. 10 days. 10 days was the full time that I held that property. So when it was all said and done, I made, let's just call it $13,000 in 10 days. Um, The amount of hours that I spent doing things with regard to that property was like nothing. I spent like almost no hours over there. I, I had to drive there a few times, I had to go there a few times, I had to deal with a few different things. Let's just call it five hours. So five hours, that's really all you need to look at. You need to look at your hours and your days, the hours spent at the property and the number of days that you hold the property total. So and then, of course, the profit. So I made a roughly $13,000 profit, and I spent roughly five hours uh, doing things, uh, you know, going to the property, taking some pictures, dealing with people that were interested in it. And then I held it for... It was, again, roughly 10 days. So I take 13,000 and divide it by 5. And then subtract from that uh, 3 times 10. 10 days times 3. And the number that I get is 2,570. And so you're like, well, what does that mean? Uh, it doesn't mean anything if, if just on its own. Basically, this formula... I want anything for anything that is a good from a time value standpoint is going to be over 1000, it's going to score over 1000, according to my formula. And so that takes into account both the number of hours that I'm putting into it, if, if I put a tremendous amount of hours into a project, or if I hold on a project, if I, if I hold on a house, if I just have it for a really long time, it's going to score really low on this metric. And so there might be a really low margin opportunity that's out there, or maybe a mid margin opportunity. Um, if a low margin or a mid margin opportunity, if I plug in these numbers, and it scores over a 1000, it's worth it for me. It's worth it for me. I don't need to hit this 70% rule. I don't need to hit this rule or that rule. I don't need to have this this much margin or this much profit, because the amount of time that I'm spending and the amount of time that I have the property, it is worth it. Now, you have to, obviously, uh, I'm factoring a lot into that because I'm, I'm reverse engineering what the net profit will be. I have to know what my net profit number is going to be at the end. So there's a lot of legwork that goes in prior to me being able to just come up with that score of a thousand or more. Um, but that that is what I come up with now. What you find is that a lot of the higher margin types of properties, um, ones that hit the 70% rule, might score very poorly on this metric. And so you have to understand that doesn't mean that those are bad deals. That just means you're sacrificing a lot more time for a lot more money. And that might be a worthwhile sacrifice. We talked about this before. There is a time currency, and then there is actual currency. Someone once said it like this, time is money. But money was money first. And so we need to think about it that way too. Just because something scores low on here doesn't mean it's a bad deal. Here's another scenario. Let's say you have a house, that, uh, a house flip, a house project that you think you can make $50,000 on. Um, you end up spending roughly 120 hours of your time at that house. Maybe you're doing a lot of the work yourself. Um, and so you end up spending... 120 hours. That's roughly um, you know, three work weeks. Three work weeks of of your time. Um, and let's say that in the end you have uh that property for mm, let's just call it seven months. Plugging this into my into my calculator here. So you spend three weeks of your time doing doing work at this property, you hold the property for seven months, um and you make $50,000, guess what? You scored really low on this metric because you spent a lot of time working on that property and you had it for seven months. So I have 50,000 divided by 120, which is the number of of hours spent working on the project, minus, in parentheses if you're using Excel, three times basically uh, 210, which is roughly seven months. Um, That comes up with a score of minus 213.33. So not only are we not near 1,000, we're like in the minuses. Well, that's irrelevant. All that that means is that you're having to spend a lot of time in order to get that 50,000. But you know what? $50,000 isn't, you know, that's not a bad haul. For some people, that's like, well more than their entire year's salary you did that with 3 months worth uh, sorry uh 3 weeks worth of work and just having the the uh property on hand for the equivalent of 7 months like okay i can see how that could make sense there was uh, a house that i flipped last year that uh based on these metrics i just we just barely didn't make it to that 1,000 point mark. But that was because we had some delays that caused us to hold the property for about a month longer than we should have. Uh, a month longer than I had originally budgeted and really a month longer than it needed to be. And that was for a variety of reasons. And because of that, we just barely missed hitting that hitting that number. And that was a very important number for me to hit. I was really aiming to hit that, uh, that time value number of hitting 1,000 on it. We just missed it um, because uh, of a few things that didn't go our way. But you know what? It wasn't that big of a deal. I wasn't that. That's not something that I'm I'm worried about, that those types of things will happen. It's probably better to miss out on that as long as you're not super stressed and super, you know, having your lifestyle completely disrupted. It's probably better to miss that than to, like miss uh, on money goals, right? So, because that's where people really get in trouble is when they miscalculate the money part of it, and then they end up losing tons and tons of money, and it becomes a really big deal. Um, But this is basically just another way. This is not a replacement for the other ways that you assess deals, but this is another way to look at it and to say, okay, am I spending a lot of time relative to the amount uh that i'm getting for the property um or am i not spending a whole lot of time and i'm getting a decent return this is a, i feel like this is a good formula for lower margin types of projects to determine okay is this lower margin type of project going to actually be worth it for me i'm only going to be making 10 dollars. dollars okay um but where we don't want to be only making 10 15 $20,000 if we're spending a lot of time on the project. So let's plug it in here. How much time am I spending in terms of my personal hours? How much time are we spending in terms of total days that we have this property? And then if it comes out to being over a 1000 is the score. Great, that sounds like a good opportunity. If it's well over a 1000, like that one that I just mentioned before that uh, that i made 13 grand on in in 10 days you know that one scored 2570. well that's a no-brainer now when i bought it i didn't know it was gonna it was gonna do that well to be completely honest i was in my mind i was budgeting for something closer to um let me plug in the number here i was budgeting for something closer to a score well it's still pretty good of like 2420 um 2420. So, again, um, using a formula like this can can help you to quickly make a determination. Okay, um, even though this isn't a big money maker, it's not costing me a lot in time. That is an important part of the equation. Now, maybe it is going to cost you a lot in time. You want to make sure that you're justifying that by the money that you're making in return. You want to make sure that, okay, at that point, all right, yeah, this is going to be a time consuming project, but it will be worth it. And so you want to take both of those things into consideration. I think way far too often, way too much, we find everyone is just focused on the money. I know you. we've talked about this already in this podcast and last one, we need to also account for time. That's a really important part of the equation. Um, And that's it. Very simple. Like I said, I'll try to remember to put that formula in the show notes if you want to look at it. If you guys have any questions, please reach out to me. I can help you with any of your real estate needs in the greater Greenville area. My contact information is also in the show notes. And I hope to hear from you guys. Uh, I hope to see your ratings and reviews as you plug those in. And I hope you guys stay safe and have a great rest of the week.